Today in our monthly live training with Ask Me Anything, I go over four data points that 99% of your competitors are not using, and I also answer all of your recent questions live on the show. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Are you a YouTube vlogger, blog writer, course creator, or other kind of influencer or educator? Maybe you just have a network of people interested in e-commerce. Did you know that you can earn commissions of 25% for life for everyone that you refer to Helium 10? We've got many partners earning hundreds, even thousands of dollars monthly in commission from Helium 10's partnership program. If you'd like to join our affiliate partner program, please go to h10.me forward slash crush it and tell them you heard about it from the podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I'm your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that is our monthly Ask Me Anything that actually goes live to our Serious Sellers Club members. It gives you a little taste of what we do inside our Serious Sellers Club every, um, every week. We're going to be going over some pretty cool stuff today um, that's mainly going to be uh, about some some data points that a lot of sellers are not using. You know, even sellers that have Helium 10. You know, obviously, it seems like everybody nowadays is using Helium 10, right? But these are some things that in my, my you know, kind of studies, I guess you can say, or my networking, I definitely know that uh, a lot of sellers are not using. So anyways, we are talking today uh, about unique data points, all right? And one of them, like, ah, to be honest, I was like, planning to kind of talk about this more on special episode 500 of the uh, podcast you know how we always do the the big numbers big uh, i'm actually flying to the maldives to do it so talk about how it affects the maldives honeymoon period but i was like you know what i'm gonna give this 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 group a, a treat we're gonna talk about we're not gonna wait till october uh, episode 500 is not happening until october we're gonna go through this uh we're gonna go through this a little bit of it now i'm not gonna get i'm not gonna spill the whole beans but Probably, you know, I I don't want to like, you know, give false hope or hear anything, but this is like, it's going to end up being a pretty impactful, if not epic game changing thing to look at that nobody is looking at right now because of the way the Amazon algorithm has kind of adapted over time. It's a completely unique way to really kind of understand why your products aren't getting PPC impressions, why you can't seem to rank uh, for new products or even mature products where you just, you know, like, you know, you're converting well, but for some reason, Amazon does not, does not show you highly for this keyword. You know, like I'm going to show you a way how to know if that happens. All right. So what I'd like to do Let's just, you know, let's just open it up, actually. Uh, if, can, can some people uh, throw me a, an example or a product that they want me to look up? Like, it, you could send me to a specific ASIN. It could be your ASIN. It could be a competitor's ASIN. Or maybe um, something else, like maybe it's a, a, cert, a keyword that you guys want me to look up. I, I want this to be your show, too. Let me look up this acrylic shelf dividers. All right, let's see who, let, let's maybe pick pick one of the, one of the ones that's a top seller. So I'm gonna run X-Ray on this page. Okay, let's see if, I, I didn't even check if there's any BSR here. Okay, it looks like there is BSR, excellent. All right, let's see, one of the top sellers uh, looks like, 
this Hymdivore clear acrylic shelf dividers. They might be doing up to 2,000 units a month. Let's go ahead and pull them up in Cerebro. And let's just say that, uh, let, let's just set some some context here. Let's just pretend that maybe, um, you know, I, I'm an acrylic shelf divider seller and I just want to get some more insights into the niche and into my top competitor. So we're going to go ahead and run that in Cerebro. All right, so now we pulled it up into Cerebro. Now, the first thing that I think that people are not looking at, again, you guys know how to do Cerebro. We're not here to just like, hey, how to use Cerebro. We're trying to find unique uh, unique data points here, right? The first thing that I want to show you guys is the match type, all right? Did you know that we are showing all of these other situations? What about, let's say, Amazon's choice? All right, they have not shown up in Amazon's choice. Now, what is Amazon's choice? This is not necessarily that they're Amazon's choice for a specific keyword, but uh, what happens is, is if you go to the search results, do you guys see these special widgets here? It looks like search results, but it's really kind of like a sponsored, all right? And the reason you know it's sponsored is because it tells you right here under highly rated, for example, that these are sponsored results, all right? So there's different widgets that show up in search results. And one of them is an Amazon's choice. And as you can see, this keyword doesn't seem to have an Amazon's choice widget. It has a highly rated widget, all right? So that's one of them. Other ones that have shown up in the past that aren't showing up anymore is like editorial recommendations. So let's see uh, if we can pull up highly rated. And this product here, has shown up on 26 different search results for highly rated, all right? So like maybe I'm, I'm looking at numbers, maybe in search query performance, right? I'm looking at number, maybe this is my own product. I'm looking at numbers in in PPC and, and I'm just wondering like, where is this product? You know, this, this product is getting 2000 sales, but it, the numbers don't add up. Well, remember from our search query performance webinar last week, Highly rated is not showing up. So if somebody were to, to type in acrylic shelf dividers, right, and they actually choose one of these products and take a look, right, um, uh, take a look that this product is right in there. I think this is the Humivore. I'm pretty sure that's the, the product we were looking at. Or is it ends in K? Nope, 6-2. They're, they're not in there right now. They were in there um, before. If somebody clicks on this, this is not going to show up in search career performance. It's not going to show up in product opportunity explorer. All right. So like any sales that come from here, the seller themselves wouldn't know about it. You as a competitor obviously wouldn't know about it, but that's why you can look, use Cerebro to look at this. Where are they showing up for in highly rated? Let's take a look if there are more for, if, if they are doing sponsored brand headers. You guys know what that is, right? That is what you see at the very uh, top right here, all right? So right now, the one is that's showing up for is this, you know, So Ye brand. But if I look at Cerebro, I can sell, well, now I know there's sponsored brand header strategy. I mean, I'm not even sure. I don't think that they're, they're just, you know, doing, you know, that much broad here. There's only 69 keywords that, that they have showed up for in sponsored brand header. And, and you could almost, guys, look at this. You can almost reverse engineer 
what their target is for sponsor brand headers. If they're doing phrase, it looks like they're doing phrase and they're doing broad. One of the two. Four, closet dividers, right? Do you see how many keywords say closet and divider? Look at that. Like just by one click, I haven't even like filtered anything else after this. I can now tell that they're running a broad match or phrase match campaign in sponsored brand headers for closet divider as a root word. That's crazy. This just shows you, you know, it looks like they also have one shelf divider potentially is a broad match that they are doing. So I can, I can directly see what exactly is going on with their sponsored brand header strategy, right? So this is, this is like stuff like, tell me right now, did, has any of you ever just run your competitor and run sponsored brand header to reverse engineer what words they're targeting for their brand? Probably not, right? Maybe only a couple of you. If you have, then great. If you haven't, then you just learned something valuable. And then remember again, this is something that is not counted in Amazon metrics as far as search query performance, all right? The only way that you would know if somebody is getting clicks on this is by looking at this like, hey, where, where are they spending heavily on, right? Because these sales do not show up in search query performance. All right, what else can we look up here? Uh, we can look up sponsored brand video. Like, are they running video ads? I don't know, all right? Look at this. No data came up. So what do we what do we learn now? Hey, this competitor, despite being number one in the niche, they do not seem to be running sponsored brand video ads. So there's one thing that I can beat them on, right? If I, if I'm running sponsored brand video now, I know. Hey, this is nice. I don't have to compete with the number one seller in this niche on video because they don't seem to be running uh, video. All right. Another thing that people are not you know, uh, looking for enough, in my opinion, is the historical trend. This is for diamond members, all right? So before, this is only for elite members. So very few of you, you know, like Rolando and a couple others had access to this. But look at the seasonality of their, uh, of their keyword reach and their sponsor reach. So let's go ahead and show historical trend. And let's look up. Very interesting. You can kind of, you can go back. We can go back two years. We can go back two years here and take a look at the, the orange that you guys are seeing is their organic reach. So we see that these guys peak in September. So, so we have September that we're just about upon us. Now we know like, Hey, looks like they go pretty hard in September and October for their organic keywords that they are ranking for. And you can kind of see why. I know this is kind of small for some of you guys watching this on, on video right now, but do you see how this purple uh, increases in September and October? The purple indicates how many sponsored keywords that they are showing up for. So it looks like these guys spend, I'm just looking at one chart here, guys. It looks like they are spending more in PPC in September and October, right? At least that's what they did last year. And then what that added spend did, like, you know, you can just see, look at August. They were only showing up for 200 keywords in PPC for regular sponsored products. That jumped up to 500 in September. And it looks like 400 in October. And then for some reason, come November, it goes way down. They were only showing up for 100 keywords in sponsored ads. 
So now I'm looking at this and I can kind of like prepare for Q4 a little bit. All right, if this is the number one player, this is who I'm competing with, maybe I'm going to save my spend in September and October and go hard in November during, you know, peak Christmas shopping season when he's holding back. Or I could look at it opposite. Maybe I'm looking at this and I'm like, wait a minute, maybe he's trying to get ranked for keywords and going hard on sponsored ads before those keywords jump up in volume. But guess what, guys? This is not a guessing game. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go directly. I'm going to choose September, and I'm going to look at Cerebro as of September 2022. All right? I want to see what he is ranking for uh, completely. Let's go ahead and look at uh, his, his sponsored rank. Where was he ranking highly for in sponsored keywords in the month of September, 2022. And let, let's give it some search volume. Let's, let's give it at least like 200 search volume. Let's take a look. All right. So take a look here. These are keywords that he was, I, I put one to 10. Let, let, let's go really to the ones that he was showing up for in top of search. Let's go one to five in sponsored keywords. And now right here, I have the 66 keywords he was either doing a top of search bid modifier to get to the top of page, or he was just doing a super high bid last year, right? And then I can kind of see right here, which ones did that help get him organic rank? And look at this. There are some keywords here. Uh, look at this shelf dividers. He was going hot and heavy on this keyword. 18,000 search, 17,000 search volume. He was number one sponsored and number one in organic rank for, for that time period. All right. Uh, maybe I'm wondering, Hey, did this get him to be one of the top clicked or top purchased? I don't need to guess. Let's look into the brand analytics. It's right here. This is another one of the four things that people are not looking at. All right. We've gone through three of them. Now I'm going to hit this ABA total click share, which is 18.8%. I'm going to click this and I want to go back to September of 2022. All right. Let's look up uh let's look up week by week on September of 2022. Let me just go to the beginning of September. And let's go to the end of September. All right. So here we go. Week by week, what were the top products picked? All right. Um in the very beginning of September, he was not one of the top clicked. All right. Uh, but look at this, guys. <laughs> this is crazy. I love it. After a couple weeks of heavy PPC spend, September, the week of September 16th, 2022, who was the number one clicked ASIN for this keyword? Right here. Humidifor Clear Acrylic Shelf Dividers, the product that we are looking at now. So he went from not even being in the top three to the top three, the, the next week, uh, week 18 to 24, he was still number one. He increased his conversion share to 14%. Out of all the purchases that happened for this keyword, this guy had 14% of all the sales. And then the next week after that, the very end of the month that going to October, you can kind of see he dialed back a little bit and now he became the third, the third biggest seller, right? Now let's see what, what, what about right now? Like the last three months, what if I want to see what happened in July? Take a look right here. 
This is what showing what is going on here in July uh, or last month, July, right? Now we're pretty much in September. In July, 2023, he was the number one clicked product and it was almost all organic. Look at his sponsored rank average was 15, meaning he was showing up at the bottom of page one, maybe top of page two in sponsored results. So could this be why he focuses so much in September and October? Maybe he's got some data that says, you know, like I could be the top clicked one without having to, to, to do sponsored ads too much in the month of July. All right. Look at this in May, going back two months in May, he wasn't even advertising for this keyword. He wasn't even doing a sponsored ad for this product in the month of May, but he still was able to maintain click share of 20%. This is the power of this information, guys. We're taking brand analytics, which is directly from the horse's mouth, directly from Amazon, and comparing it to Helium 10 data, which shows organic rank and uh, sponsored rank to reverse engineer this competitor's strategy, all right? So guys, this is available for the diamond plan uh, and, and above. So if you guys, I hope you guys can see this. If you can't really see the value of this, then I'm not sure um, I'm not sure you guys are putting your best foot forward because if you understand Amazon and understand the power of looking at what competitors do, you probably are sitting there like, wow, this is kind of like mind-blowing what is possible. This is stuff that you couldn't even dream about doing two, three years ago because this data just wasn't around either from Amazon or from, from Helium 10. Now, this wasn't the complete kind of like a mind-blowing thing. The thing that I'm going to be focusing on, guys, in my episode 500, one of the things is what's called that, is that first thing I showed you, the Amazon recommended. Take your top product, your top ASIN, find your top ASIN, copy it, and run a new Cerebro search for it. I want to match type, and I hit Amazon recommended, okay? And then I hit apply filters. If you have a mature product, it should be like a thousand, kind of like this product has been around for two years. All right, now I want you to click the Amazon recommended rank column. So now it should rank it from one and going on, all right? Now, this is what is critical, guys. Let me explain what we're looking at right here. Helium 10 is the only place where you can get this right now. This is showing you what, according to the Amazon scoring system, what Amazon advertising views as the keywords most relevant to this product. Now, this is not Helium 10 hacking, you know, this user's account, but there's a backend uh, thing that Helium 10 has access to. And we've had access to this for years and we've shown it for years, but this has kind of been a sleeper thing here. But this is what is going to show you how Amazon views your product, right? So tell me guys, in your top, let, let's say 20 keywords here, do you see keywords that are super hyper relevant to your product? Let's take a look at this product. Again, I've never looked at this product before today. These are acrylic shelf dividers. Look at the number one keyword that Amazon thinks is relevant. Closet shelf, does that make sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. This is for closet shelves. Closet organization, number two. Shelf divider, number three. Uh, office shelf, bedroom organization, acrylic shelf divider. I think that was the keyword that we, that literally was the keyword that we used to find this product, all right? So 
now it's like, okay, these people are, or this product, Amazon is really showing, you know, kind of well, it really understands this product. I'm going to go a lot deeper into this guys, but I have been testing this and crazy stuff. This has not always been the case. Otherwise I would have made it more of a big deal about this before, but the Amazon algorithm has changed in the last, it's always changing, but it has, this aspect of it has really changed where this Amazon recommended rank, which is based on an Amazon data point. This is not some helium 10 estimation or, or algorithm or something. It is highly predictive of the kind of success you're going to have with either PPC impressions or even ranking organically after interactions. And here's the one thing, it's a little, little hint. This is almost too much information I'm giving out. Have any of you ever had trouble ranking for a keyword where it's like, Hey, this keyword is the number one, like not, maybe not number one, but this keyword is super, super important to me. And I know I'm getting sales from it, but I can't get past like page or position 10 on page one. I can't get past position 20. Like what's going on? Like I'm like one of the top ones. Check what your Amazon recommended rank is for that keyword. And if it's below 10 or something, maybe it's something like 25 or 30 or, or even worse. That's the answer right there of why maybe you're having trouble ranking. All right, so there's four things that we went over today. I think that most of you, none of you are using all of them. A couple of these, maybe some of you guys have, but number one, look at the other placements in sponsored and just other widgets that you or, you or your competitors are coming up with being sponsored brand video, you know, a sponsored brand header ads, the Amazon's choice widget, the highly rated widget. It'll give you a more holistic view of where your competitors are showing up, where you are showing up in search results that things like search query performance is not going to give you any data on. Uh, number two, take a look at the historical ranks of your competitors' products and your products. Where were you, what, what do they do on a historical basis of where they're concentrating their PPC spend, uh, where they are, how many keywords they're ranking for organically month by month over the last two years. And then the, the third thing that we went through today was this Amazon recommended rank to see how Amazon thinks that, uh, how relevant you are for the keywords that you think and that you know you are relevant for. These are all super important things that I think not enough people are looking at. You know, how many, uh, or that's actually four things uh, I mentioned there, but do that and get a leg up on the competition, especially now coming into Q4. Super important to do these things in Q4 and looking at it from a historical viewpoint too, because now you want to know what your competitors do differently. What they are doing right now, you know, August, September, is not the exact same strategy. I mean, how many of you guys just don't do anything in Q4? Like maybe, maybe some of you guys, you know, you're, you're not in a niche that that has, you know, has a lot of gift giving or or new keywords. Okay, maybe you guys aren't doing much, but I would say 90% of you, you guys probably add some Christmas related keywords or you add some some other targets, uh, some other targets in there, right? Um, so this is going to be uh, critical for you guys to be able to reverse engineer what your competitors uh, are doing uh, during this time period. All right, now we're gonna open this up to questions that any of you guys have, but this is what we do every week. 
uh, those who are in our serious sellers club, if, if you uh, to get in our serious sellers club, it, it's for our, our higher end sellers. You've done about five hundred thousand dollars worth of sales in the last year. Uh, then you're automatically entered into our our secret Facebook group, where you know you guys can network with each other, and we do these weekly trainings every single week, fifty two weeks a year. One question: the best way to increase reviews? Easiest way, guys, is is Helium Ten follow up, and then setting the request a review, request a review template. All right, that's just my go-to. Now, back in the day, I used to make custom emails. I used to make custom emails and, and they were really great. But then what happens is, is Amazon, even though emails are are totally fine, um, they, they just get bent out of shape over some minor, minor thing, which is not, you know, in any way against terms of service, but to, to, the, to whatever bot that Amazon is using, it just thinks that it is. And so it would like sometimes suspend me for sending messages for like 30 days or not me, but, but other people. So for me, just so I can sleep at night and I don't have to worry about ever getting suspended, I only use the Amazon request review template that is inside of Helium 10 follow-up. And then I set it to after how many days the order goes. So like, let's just say I've got a supplement. Well, I don't want that email to go out right away. So I set it like, hey, send this 20 days after the product was ordered, send this request review out. All right. If I've got like some party supply, which I do have a lot of like straws and stuff like that, I'll put that a little bit sooner. I'll be like, send this seven days after the item was ordered, send this request to review out or eight days. All right. So uh, easiest way uh, to increase reviews because it's completely free if you have Helium 10. And all, all levels of Helium 10 have that platinum, diamond, elite. All right. Any other Helium 10 related questions I can get to? Before we get going here, what is the normal rate conversion for review? All right. So you're probably, you know, in, in follow-up, you can actually kind of see like what kind of rating, uh, what kind of rating uh, you guys get uh, review rating in there, right? So it varies by product. You know, I can do the same exact strategy for two different products and it's going to, uh, it's going to show different, it's going to show different, um, different things. Like I had one for an egg tray that I used to get one rating for every five orders. It was insane, right? That that's just like unheard of crazy. And all I was doing was doing, um, all I was doing was a request review, right? Uh, other products get one out of every 10, you know, ratings, right? Uh, other products go one out of every 25, all right. If you're one out of every hundred, you, if you can only get one rating out of every hundred reviews, or I'm sorry, hundred reviews, hundred orders, it's pro you probably don't even have request review on. All right. So you can actually see this inside of your Helium 10 follow-up. Like here's one of my accounts. Um, like the ones that I'm tracking, and I, and, and I'm not requesting review uh, across the board on this. I'm actually not requesting uh, the review completely, but uh, it's only like three percent here. So like one out of every you know, 30 or so 30 to 40 re, uh, reviews, I'm getting a, uh, I'm getting a rating on, but if I were to actually go in here and look at the product level, some of my products are, are doing much better than, than that. That's just my overall account, which I, I don't even have, uh, I don't even have it on, on, on everything. Make sure you're looking at that guys, because if you start it, you want to know kind of like if it's going to have an effect, it always should have like a, you know, a few percent, uh, percent, uh, effect on your review velocity for sure. I'm actually curious. I'm going to look at like a, my old July, 
July numbers. Yeah, look at July, guys. I, you guys were looking at you guys were looking at what my review rate was just for this month, but look at July where it, it requested more reviews. I had 130 reviews requested, and look at my request rating to conversion rate, 8%. That, that That's pretty decent, 8%, almost one out of every 10 orders, 11 orders or so, I got a review, or a rating, I should say, the keywords tab instead of the products tab. Uh, Manny says, according to which criteria does the Amazon recommended rank work? It's not a criteria. It, it, that That's an actual Amazon data point that we are pulling from. All right. So it's it's how Amazon scores keywords to a listing. And if you're asking me how does that work on Amazon's side, nobody could tell you other than Amazon itself. And they would never disclose that information. But, you know, you, you got to just use common sense. It's whatever their relevancy uh, kind of like mechanism is where where they just look at the how the listing is is optimized and maybe the history of interactions of customers with listings similar to that you know like you know if you're to ask anybody if anybody tells you they know how that works then they're lying because none of us know uh exactly how it works I mean there's so many scientific documents that Amazon has published and you could like look at it and kind of like understand how Amazon is making their algorithms but there's no like one exact formula where you can just reverse engineer, uh, reverse engineer that. Wish I was Mark Cuban says, when checking the Amazon recommended for competitors, should I do this for one competitor product at a time or many competitors product at once? Very good question. The answer is either or. If I, if I just want to look at like, hey, what is the number one guy or gal doing. And that's what we did today. We looked at the number one seller for those acrylic, whatever the heck is we were, we were looking at um, shelf dividers or something. Um, we want to, we want to maybe reverse engineer what they specifically are doing because they're just night and day better than the rest of the better, better than the rest of um, that, that niche. Right. Or, Maybe there's like six or seven kind of like, you know, very on the on the same level competitors. I can put all of them in there and then check what is the highest Amazon recommended rank average, meaning that these are five top competitors. And by looking at the average, now I know what most of them are, what Amazon is finding most of them relevant. Now, how I'm glad you brought this up. Why is that beneficial? That's beneficial in itself is because now if their listing optimization is similar, you know, like the main keywords that they're using and you're using some of the main keywords and your listing optimization and vibe is similar to that one price point, et cetera. Well, what does that mean? Now you can almost predict what your Amazon recommended rank is or how Amazon is going to view your listing relevant. If you're using those listings to kind of structure yours, I'm not saying copy the listings. Nobody should ever copy listings, but obviously if you're in the coffin shelf niche, you're going to do stuff that's similar. Like, Hey, I'm going to have the word coffin shelf like two or three times in my listing. Duh. Right. doesn't mean I'm copying it, but it just, it allows you now to predict that, Hey, if, if I'm using a lot of the same keywords and optimizing my listing around it, I now know that Amazon's probably going to, you know, right off the bat view me relevant for these because I can see that Amazon is relevant or uh, these other listings are relevant to Amazon for it. Okay, so as a reminder, this if you guy if you're part of our Serious Sellers Club, uh, or, or elite members, elite members get this too, whether they're part of the Serious Sellers Club or not. Uh, you guys get this train every Monday or Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific time. So make sure that you're getting the invites uh, for this. 
Um, if you're not in our Serious Sellers Club Facebook group and you know you have at least $500,000 of sales in the last 12 months, make sure to uh, hit up customer service. They'll help you get into that Facebook group so you can take advantage of these trainings every week. We've got about, uh, I don't know, eight, 900 members there in that Facebook group who, who network with each other throughout the week. And guys, you notice today I'm wearing my, um, my Tokyo shirt. By the time you're watching this, if you're watching this on the podcast, I'll probably be in Tokyo. So next week, I won't be on this call. Uh, I'll be in uh, Japan. But September, I'm going to be on the road a lot, guys. So I hope to see you guys um, at some of the events I am going to be at. Let me get a couple of the uh, the next one. I'm The first one that I'm going to be at is going to be in um, Amazon Accelerate in Seattle. And we're actually going to have a, a networking social on the 11th. All right, so if you're going to be in Seattle, Amazon 11th through the 14th, about make sure to come out to Amazon Accelerate. Uh, you elite members, you've got a workshop on the 11th that you guys can go to. If you're a Serious Sellers Club member, uh, I sent out an email saying a few of you guys I can get on a scholarship to get into that um, that elite training that normally you have to pay $600 for. So make sure to go to the Facebook group and hit me up there if I didn't give you guys a, a hookup for that. And that's the 11th to the 14th. Um, on uh, September the, uh, I think it's the 16th. All right, yeah, September the 16th, I'm going to be in Milan, Italy. Uh, at an event with um, uh, Simon. And so if you guys want to attend that, just go to h10.me forward slash Italy. So that's on the 16th. I'll be there. And then after that, uh, yeah, that, after that, I'm going to the Maldives to film episode 500 where I'm going to continue this conversation. I don't think you guys can join me on that, but anybody who wants to, feel free. Uh, and then busy, busy October. I'll be seeing you guys hopefully at Amazon Unboxed. At the end of the month, that'll be in New York. And then um, another event I'm doing, Seller Velocity. There we go. The link is h10.me forward slash velocity. That's another event I'm doing on the 11th in New York City of October. All right. So h10.me forward slash velocity if you guys would like to uh, attend that. And then right after that is Amazon Unbox. And I'll also be in Korea on the October 19th doing an event there, h10.me forward slash K conference. If you guys are in Asia, want to make a quick flight over to Seoul, Korea, h10.me forward slash K conference. So a lot, a lot of cool events happening in September and October. I hope to see you guys at one of them, but until then have a great time and we'll see you next week on this weekly training. Bye-bye now.